Hi, this is Daniel. And I'm Michelle. And I'm super excited to be here. And this is good chat. <laughs> More like great chat. No, please don't. Sorry. It's okay. So I feel like I haven't seen you in so long. Michelle, it's been days. It's been weeks. <laughs> well, weeks are made up of days. That's true. First of all, I have a bone to pick with you. But before we get into that, I want to say thank you for the new little chair that you've provided me for this episode. It's very comfortable. <laughs> I'm glad. So I just wanted to show that I was appreciative of that before I rip into me, rip into you on the last episode, which was a great episode. I personally, I think it was one of the best ones. Thank you. <laughs> you called me, which would be fine, but I was genuinely surprised that you were recording when I answered the phone and I was listening back to the episode because I forgot that I was in it. I was just like, oh my God, I couldn't listen to myself because I knew how awkward I sounded. I was so not ready. I don't think you sounded awkward. Maybe you're a bit off guard, but you did well. I was like eating chips, lying down. Like what my kind of chips? Salt and vinegar, of course. Of course. Yeah. By the way, how was the woman in the window? Because I've never heard of it. So did it turn out to live up to its very low rating or what did you think? Uh, I mean, it was right. I had it on in the background and I kind of stopped paying full attention to it. But yeah. I saw the end and I was like, okay, that is an ending. Okay, fair enough. I actually had the idea the day before and I told Kate, hey, how about we do this and we can ask Michelle what her favourite concerts are, but let's not tell her. On the day, I thought this was a terrible idea because you didn't know about it. So I wasn't even sure you were going to answer the phone. In fact, you know, I almost didn't, but I was like, you know what, for Daniel, I'll make an exception. Thank you. If it was anyone else, I'd have been like, oh, because I was in that mindset. I was in at home. I was eating. I was like wrapped up in a blanket. Well, I do really appreciate your time, Michelle. That's fine. I also don't think it was a topic that I really could contribute much to anyway. So yeah, I really don't go to concerts. But we don't judge. I didn't realize how wild you two were. Well, I mean, more Kate. Kate. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say um, it's, it's Kate. I could never go to a music festival. I know this is like last episode's content, but I could never go to a music festival. Hearing the stories, I would literally be over it within an hour. Can relate. No judgment to people who do like going to those things. I'm just, I'm lame. I mean, a bit of judgment, but that's okay. But anyway, Michelle, today we're going to be talking about fame. Fame. Mm-hmm. Mm. Celebrities. Who wore it best. No, Michelle. No, not that, no. Okay, so I've taken my anti-diarrhea capsules. <laughs> Let's strap in. Let's do this. So what are your general feelings towards fame? Look, I think I was very guilty of being a celebrity worshipper when I was much younger, but it's definitely something as you get older, I think you don't do as much because you just realise that they're people. And Kind of reminds me of when you're a child in school and you see teachers as these people who know everything, can do anything, and then you get to a certain age where you realise, oh, they're just people. Mm. And, you know, actually, it's a small sidetrack. I 100% feel that way because I look back at my time in high school and I think, well, I was so afraid of teachers. They'd sometimes threaten to write in your diary like that was the worst thing in the world. It's like that's writing on a piece of paper. I used to think of that being the worst thing that could possibly happen to you. Michelle, what were teachers doing writing in your diary? (laughs) (laughs) Did you have them? I don't think every school had them. I don't know. Definitely not. You didn't have school diaries. I don't think our school could afford diaries. See, even some schools didn't even have a diary. So what does it even mean? If Yeah. Where, where is that diary right now, Michelle? Oh, 100% be, thrown away. It would be great content. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, back to the topic. Mm-hmm. So I think generally I'm not into the whole celebrity worshipping culture. 
I don't know if I was more when I was younger, but I think especially these days, social media changed everything. Mm. And I mean, there are people who are influencers who have a certain number of followers and obviously have a bit of influence on their audience. Yeah, I guess that counts as a celebrity now. It's literally anybody now. Yeah, like you don't even need to be talented. I guess you just kind of need an entertaining personality, which is not something you teach or can learn. You just have. Yeah, and I think especially looking back, I don't know if this was the case or if it just seemed like that back in those days. It seemed there were just a handful of singers back in the day. There was only a certain number of these top pop artists. You could count them on one hand, basically. Yeah. And now it's like anyone and everyone can get their stuff out there. And it's just so accessible to everyone. Trisha Paytas. (laughs) Trisha Paytas. Who quit for enemies. She quit. And I know you were devastated. Yeah. You cried for weeks, Michelle. I did not cry for weeks. She's being cancelled again. So Fair enough. Which is another new thing about fame these days. Cancellation. Cancel culture, definitely a big Mm. thing. People are very, very quick to cancel or to want to cancel someone. Sometimes cancel culture can be very like, "Mm, they deserved it, you know? For the right reasons, of course. Yeah, but it's like sometimes people get canceled. Like, don't we have bigger fish to fry? You know what I mean? I don't like fish. Neither do I, actually. I'm glad. I hate all seafood. Sure. So how do we think that we would handle fame? I would not handle it well. I don't think it would go to my head because I'm way too self-critical and deep. (laughs) But I think I would be living in a constant state of fear. I would be constantly afraid of what people would say about me because you'd be afraid of being cancelled, sure. But you'd also be afraid of gossip magazines. Like This is something that's always existed. Like People can just say whatever they want about you and people will be cruel and make stuff up. And I can't handle that. One of my biggest hates in life is being accused of something I didn't do. I 100% can relate to that. And I think if you're a celebrity, especially if you reach a certain point in fame, you would just have to learn to deal with it. Yeah. And I could not deal with it. Yeah. (laughs) And the amount of people that would actually believe those stories. And, you know, obviously in your personal life, if something little like that comes up, you can Mm. very easily say, oh, no, this is not true or whatever. Especially since my social circle is so small. Yeah, it's very easily controllable in your situation, but it would get out of hand. And I can imagine that you would just have to learn to not let that get to you, which Mm. is probably a very, very hard thing to do. Mm. I definitely do think that you would be the kind of person to, you would go into hiding. We wouldn't see or hear much from you unless you wanted us to. And you would be a little bit of a recluse. I'd be one of those celebrities where they like, they keep their personal life private, you know? But even when they celebrities do do that, Emma Watson was being like, I don't know the full story, but she was being, I guess, attacked for being so silent during COVID. And so people started to make things up about her that she's quit acting. And then really she was forced to address it and be like, no, I'm just at home, like not doing anything. Living her life. Living her life. And she was saying also COVID was happening. And so she was staying home and that sort of thing. But even so, she felt that she had to come out and address rumors and all this stuff, all because she decided to not post on social media for what, however long it was. I mean, this is stupid. I think it's a double-edged sword because these days, you have that access to straight away squash things and to Mm. give your statement, put it on Twitter, Instagram, whatever it may be. But in the old days, I remember whenever someone had to make a statement like that to address rumors or a story, they would either have to have their own story in a magazine or put a statement on their official website. And in these days, it's just so easy to just put their reply out there for everyone to see and it'll make headlines. And then watch how your reply gets turned against you (laughs) in real time. Yes. So 
You definitely strike me as someone who would stand hard. I don't anymore, but I definitely used to. Yeah. I used to be a huge Gaga stan. I think everyone was. Until you saw the light. I just stopped caring. I yeah. just... I don't think anyone is that special. But at the time in high school, when you're emotional and dumb, like you will mm. cling on to anything and just obsess and it gives you gives you something that you need during that very awkward period of life, you know? Yeah. So, I mean, I can relate because for me, it was all about the music. So I definitely never stand actors. I, yeah. I stand franchises, like yeah. movie franchises. Like no one's a bigger Star Wars fan than me. Yeah. I had a period where I was a huge directioner. I was really into One Direction. And then uh, that in particular, like with Gaga, I at least could see why I was so inspired by her because she would say all the right things. Very good PR. But with One Direction, I don't really know why I was so into them for about one or two years. You were young and dumb, Michelle. I was young and dumb. But here's another to turn that around because I'm negative. Absolutely. What celebrities do you hate? (laughs) I think that hate is a very strong term. Mm. So I think that for me, it's more about... I don't think this person is genuine. This might be a bit controversial, but Lady Gaga, mm. I feel, is quite disingenuous. And I can see why you would say that. Yeah. There was one year at the Grammys where Adele had won an award and Gaga had won an award. And just seeing the contrast between their acceptance speeches, Gaga was crying. But to me, it was so painful to watch because it felt so fake. Mm. And then you see Adele crying and it was so moving because it was was so genuine. And I'm just like, this is the difference between them. I really feel like she tries so hard to push this I am an outsider card. And it's as if she wants people to really identify with her and to find her relatable. Everything's also very dramatic with her. So this is something that, like I said, was fine when I was younger and I needed a bit of that. But she's very like, everything's sentimental with her like yeah. i can't really see real light-hearted moments with her ever yeah she turns everything into some speech about overcoming adversity and all or something acceptance which is all good stuff exactly for the people who need that but i, I get what you're saying this it comes to a certain point where it's so constant and that's all you really see of her that yeah. you're just like is this really you is this really how you talk all the time or is this yeah. how you talk when cameras are filming you or something I don't know if I should say Taylor Swift because I have friends who like her, but Mm. I also find her very crafty as well with her image and everything that she does. I don't think she's a horrible person. She's got great music and she's talented, but there was a period in time where it felt like she was always the victim. And Mm. sometimes, again, I, I don't know the full story. I don't know her personally, but a lot of the times it felt like, feel sorry for me, I was wronged and these people are horrible. It just felt like she was playing that card and I just didn't feel that she was very genuine with her stuff as well. I guess we'll never know. Like maybe they are. Maybe this is just how they think and feel. And maybe this is how Kanye wanted us to see Taylor. I don't know. Maybe the other thing that I was wanting to talk about is fan wars. How like, I remember when I was younger, Madonna fans, Christina Aguilera fans, Lady Gaga fans, Rihanna fans, they would go for each other. Like it was so vicious. I don't think I was totally guilty of this, but I never really was on the offensive that much. But Mm. online arguments at the time, if you hadn't decided to back the correct pop star, you would be annihilated. Yeah, like you would, people would... They would come for you. Yeah, it was that this was the cause of so much divisiveness online seems Mm. crazy to me because you can like whoever you like. Like 
we can talk about celebrities right now, but do I care really if someone likes Taylor Swift or that someone thinks Lady Gaga is the best thing to ever happen? Like, no, I don't care. Like they do good music and that's really all that matters. But it's the people invest so much in the personality. I don't get it. It definitely feels like that has eased up a bit in recent times. I don't know if you agree. Well, yeah, because I think that there was a turning point when these pop stars especially female pop stars, I got to say, like it doesn't really seem to happen that often with male artists, but it's when women started to call it out and started to collaborate and work together. And that's when it really started to change. Do you mean kind of like when Christina Aguilera and Lady Gaga duetted on Do What You Want? Oh my God, the amazing performance. But I felt like they were trying to outdo each other yeah. at the end. But it's still good. It's still a good yeah. song. But Christina would win anyway. <laughs> we'll talk about this later, Michelle. As we mentioned earlier, stories and things like that, I'd like to think I'm very aware of these things and a lot of things I read, I don't believe. I know they're not true, but I have to say I'm, I am guilty of being influenced by some of these stories. Sometimes you don't know what's mm. real and what's not, but I remember my view of Ariana Grande was quite negative several years back because when she came to Australia, there were stories of her walking out of a photo shoot because she wasn't happy with a photographer and her people were demanding they only shoot the left side of her face and harassing the photographer to delete the photos and I remember thinking oh my god look who does she think she is a diva this yeah. is diva behavior now knowing more about her I don't know I feel like that wasn't necessarily true or it was exaggerated or something something happened there my view on her has changed now though for the better oh that's good because I do like her but we always hear things like that, mostly about female celebrities, though. Yeah. But I mean, apparently Bradley Cooper is arrogant and manipulative, as one of his exes wrote in their book. Well, of course, she's going to say that. No, but it's allegedly Alleged. about him. But, you know, and then you hear about the Johnny Depp situation. Again, we don't know who to believe here. That's a whole thing. It's a whole thing. <laughs> All the Johnny Depp fans are very much behind it. Yeah, Michelle, who knows? Mm. I don't mean this in a negative way, but I feel like people like J-Lo, they kind of buy into that whole thing. Like every time you see her, she's always sparkling. Do you know what I mean? She's always so uh, over yeah. the top. I mean, yeah, I don't know anything about her, but I do yeah. feel like there are some celebrities that I don't seem- know her. I don't know her, <laughs> but there are some celebrities that just, you look at them, they're very Hollywood. Is that yeah, what, she, yeah. is that what yeah. you're kind of saying? Like they're very like, mm, you can they're tell. They've definitely that changed. They're living the LA life. Like- yeah. But then on the opposite hand, you have people who use that to their advantage in a different kind of way like say you're Angelina Jolie's and mm. making the world a better place one adoption at a time. Mm. <laughs> um, now there are celebrities obviously mm. who try and use their platform for the greater good, which I'm sure everyone appreciates. Well, I think in these days, this whole idea of social responsibility, like it's kind of an expectation that not even celebrities, but companies yeah. do something with their wealth and I mean, power and influence. It's nice when they're hashtag woke and they <laughs> ask even questions to say, what could I be doing? What should I be doing? Because mm -hmm. I remember Katy Perry um, being interviewed a few years back saying like this whole thing about cultural appropriation and she's saying, okay, well, what can I do with my platform? What should I be doing? What can I do to help with marginalized communities? Like what can I be doing for them rather than using them and appropriating them? I want to give them that platform. I mean, I think it's definitely come quite far, but there's still much further to go. Yeah. It's always good when a celebrity tries to do something positive with their platform, but it's also sometimes a bit cringy when a celebrity that has no idea what they're talking about is trying to be woke. Yeah. And you have to sit through an interview with them just saying what they think they have to say. Are we talking about Trisha Paytas again, Michelle? <laughs> no. <laughs> she will never be woke. <laughs> Let's move on to the dark side of fame. Haven't we already? <laughs> 
So when I first moved out of home, my housemate was obsessed with Lynn Berggren of Ace of Base. She leads a lonely life, Michelle. I'm sure you've heard the song on Smooth FM. Oh my God, yes, probably. (laughs) And so they had a career and she slowly, for whatever reason, didn't want that life anymore. So she started to step back and appear less and less in the videos, be in the background blurred in the album cover or be behind a pole when they're performing live. Like she tapped out and I don't think that she's seen or heard from much these days people don't know much about her anymore because she decided no more and then you have artists like Kate Bush who do live a bit of a reclusive life and on the other hand you've got the ones who are actually notifying paparazzi of their whereabouts all the time <coughs> Kim Kardashian that's that whole thing um, yeah <laughs> and I'm sure you know who this next person is Sia oh yeah so she had a whole career where we knew who she was. We saw her face. She performed live. She did interviews. And then she kind of got to a point where it was really affecting her life mm. and I guess threatening her life. But she decided, I'm not doing this anymore. And for her 1000 Forms of Fear album, which had Chandelier on it, mm. I don't think she really wanted to get back into the public eye again. But she said, you know what, I'm going to do this, but I'm not going to tour. I'm not going to do interviews. And then I guess she found a way around that and she just wouldn't show her face anymore. I'm sure she was already successful overseas, but she got even bigger and she was performing on things like she went international she sold out (laughs) but you know she you wouldn't see her face and so even though we knew what she looked like there was a big part of the world that didn't know what she looked like and she was in the u.s at target buying a hose while her song was playing and no one knew who she was I also think that might depend on where you live as well like i feel like if you live outside of america you're much less likely to be Actually, I don't know if that's true. <laughs> I remember many years ago, Kylie Minogue saying in the US, this is before she like cracked the US again with her Fever album, Can't Get It In My Head. Before that, she said she was able to go over there in department stores and people will come up to her and ask her where the lingerie section is, you know. But I think especially now, more and more people have less places they can go where they're not recognized. I'd be very interested to hear from, we'll, we'll call in, get them to call in, <laughs> the experience of an A-list celebrity who made their fame in America, or what life is like when they live outside of America or outside of California or New York, if that helps facilitate living a normal life for them. Yeah, but what is a normal life now, Michelle? Deep questions. Yes, we asked the deep questions here, Michelle. Mm. Let's have some fun. This beat is sick. What beat? I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> so um, let's play some games. Oh, games. I love games. All right. So we're going to play Hug, Marry or Drag for Filth. Ooh. Very sassy. So um, I'm going to name three people and then you tell me if you would hug, marry or drag them for filth. All right. So Shannon Doherty, Alyssa <laughs> Milano and Rose McGowan. Oh, the OG charmed. Okay. Can I hug and marry Holly and avoid the rest of them? <laughs> no, Michelle. So Shannon Doherty, Alyssa Milano, Rose McGowan, <sighs> hug, marry, drag for filth. So these are like the biggest personalities. And I think all of them have some sort of beef with each other or have at some point. So this is tough, actually. <laughs> I'll probably avoid Alyssa Milano. You mean drag for filth? <laughs> yeah, sorry. Drag for filth. And I don't really have a good reason, except that Phoebe was not the character I liked the most on the show. I'm not getting involved in any off-screen drama here. No, no not at all. Oh, so Shannon or Rose... Who would you hug and who would you marry? Probably hug Shannon Doherty. She's been through a lot. Yeah. And I guess marry Rose McGowan because she's living her best life right now. Well, there you go. Mm. Okay. So these are people I think you might like. So Grant Gustin from The Flash, 
Liam Payne from One Direction and John Krasinski from The Office and or A Quiet Place. A Quiet Place. So you've picked who you think I might like, hey? Sure. Do you think they like me back? What have you heard? Uh, probably not. <laughs> oh, cut, Steve. Yeah. Um, I would drag Liam for filth. Why? I, I used to, he was my favourite directioner. Yeah. But I don't know, he's just a bit, I just, I'm not a fan of his solo work and I think he's done, said some really Problematic. dumb yeah. things and I was just, uh, I'd drag him. Yeah. Oh, okay. So would you marry or hug Grant Gustin or John Krasinski? Keeping in mind, John Krasinski is married, so do you really want to be the homewrecker? Well, so is Grant Gustin. (laughs) Well, I don't know who that is. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Oh, my gosh. So no matter what happens, I'm breaking up a marriage here. I think John Krasinski would be, I would enjoy married life with him more. Yeah, okay. Based on my deep and close personal relationship with him. And yeah, and hug Grant Custon because why not, you know? Yeah, at least his wife will be happy, I guess. It was a friendly hug, I promise. <laughs> All right, let me try and think of one for you. Mm, okay. Madonna, Kylie Minogue, Kate Bush. Were you just going through my record collection, Michelle? That would take days. <laughs> Months, years even. Um, I would drag Madonna for filth. Do you know why, Michelle? Oh, I know why. I would drag her too. <laughs> so she said that she was all for aging gracefully. She said and that. Then she even, said that. No one believed that. The quote that. was fat rolls and wrinkles right on. And then all of a sudden, what happened? I mean, after reading her brother's book, I do understand that she felt a lot of pressure to stay relevant, to stay young, which I get. But what about all that stuff that you said? You know, what kind of message are you sending to your daughter? But yeah, I would drag her for that. Oh, that's not why I would drag her. <laughs> Is I drag her because I don't think she treats her fans very well. I will hug Kylie Minogue because she's going to forgive me for not standing up at her concert, you know, that time. So, um, and I will marry Kate Bush because she does live that recluse life. And, yeah, you know, I'm, I'm all for going into hiding and just living your best life. Okay, so because I didn't prepare for this, I'm going to just go off the posters that you have in this room. So we've got Amy Winehouse, Jeff Buckley, and Ariana Grande. Michelle, I have paintings of Jeff Buckley and Amy Winehouse and an Ariana Grande record. They're the faces I see, Daniel. (laughs) Okay. So um, I would want to hug Amy Winehouse because I feel like she needed a hug. Yeah. They tried to make her go to rehab. She said, no, no, no. And I'd say, do you know what? It's okay. I'll give her a hug. I'd probably marry Jeff Buckley and I would drag Ariana for filth because I feel like if you get near her, you would get fake tan on you. <laughs> and can you imagine bed sheets? Oh my gosh. Do you know what I mean? Fair point. Yeah. I feel like I should do another one because that one was pretty sad because only one of them is still with us. So let me think of another one. Let's do one that we'll both have to answer. This is a good way to finish this segment. A good way to get rid of the segment. Is that what you're saying, Michelle? I mean, your words. What's a franchise that we're both fans of? Don't you stand Twilight? Uh, I mean, I like it. I'm actually in the process of re-watching the movies. Didn't you only re-watch it not that long ago? I only re-watch it once every couple of years, so... Yeah, you inspired me, though, because I remembered that's something that you did, and I thought, you know what, it's time. I remember the last time you re-watched it was the last time I re-watched it. Yeah, so that would have been last year. Yeah, so I'm good for a couple of years with it. Yeah. But anyway, so Robert Patterson, Christian Stewart, Taylor Lautner, go. Can I just take a quick side no. step? Wow. <laughs> no, go ahead. 
Kristen Stewart, that whole thing that happened with the Snow White movie. Fill me in because I don't actually I, know what happened. So apparently the director was married and there were photos seen of them being intimate. And I just thought, was that true or was it taken out of context? I don't know. How intimate were the photos? She was full on spread eagle on the set. No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> I think there was photos of them like hugging, kissing. Like on the... On the bum. No, I don't, I, I don't remember, Michelle. This was many years ago, so I don't know the full story. We'll probably have to look this up. Anyway, so I think I would drag her for filth. I would hug Taylor and then whisper in his ear, Taylor Swift sucks. I don't know where I'm going with this. I don't know what I'm saying, Michelle. <laughs> I would probably hug Taylor because I would marry Robert because Edward Cullen. Were you team Edward? 100%. I always go back and forth. I think in hindsight, they're both not great guys. <laughs> no, but I feel like Jacob was very, was just like a whingy child. But some people say Edward was very controlling. Okay, she should have just ended up alone then. What about you, Michelle? I probably drag Christian Stewart because uh, I liked her in Charlie's Angels, actually. I haven't seen that yet. It's all right. No one liked it, but I liked it. I know you liked the second one the most, though. Or the original. Yeah. Because I'm just otherwise not really a big fan of her career. And I don't, yeah. after Twilight, I don't really know what else she did. That's true of Taylor, too. <laughs> I don't think any of them have gone on to do anything as big. I mean, Robert has done some stuff. He's in Batman now. It's, oh, right, it's a big right. franchise. There was a big controversy about that. Mm, I don't know. I'm trying to make my decision based on who's more famous, which is not how the game works. I mean, but more money for you. It's fine. I probably marry Taylor. Yeah. I don't really care about the other two. Michelle, this is a very serious decision. This is a very serious. I have to decide. Yeah. Hug Rob, drag Christian. Sorry. Yeah. She's been dragged twice now. I'm sorry. Maybe one of us should give her a hug. Right, I switch my answer. I'll drag Robert and I'll join all the fans. They're like, no, nah, we don't want you in Batman. Yeah. And I'll hug Christian. Oh, that's so nice. I'm there for you. I loved you in Charlie's Angels, even (laughs) if no one else did. I mean, she was good. The reviews always said that she was actually good in the film, but the film was bad. Fair enough. But that's subjective. The film was great. Now, Michelle, speaking of fun and games, this next segment is not sponsored, but we're going to be playing with fantails. For those who aren't familiar, fantails are caramels that are both smooth and velvety with a generous milk chocolate coating. And on their wrappers, they have interesting information about a celebrity or a movie tv show so we're going to be reading out those clues to each other and we have to figure out who the celebrity is oh and we also get to eat chocolates yes i'm in sorry i was going to pass it back to michelle some asmr Mm, oh sorry now now i'm hogging them put them in the middle here yeah i'll just take a handful obviously we have to know who these people are as well (laughs) (laughs) oh i've got one that's cut off, but at the very bottom it says answer Twilight. So I'm sorry I couldn't have read that no, one. No, I'm just I'm sorry I'm eating too. I just got one in the top answers, Christian Stewart, and then it's also what movie am I and it's Twilight. You could have read that out to me, but now you told me. It'd be too obvious. I've got one for you. Sorry, Michelle, it's very hard to speak and chew at the same time. Tell me about it. <laughs> we, we, we didn't think this through. We didn't think this through. We didn't think this through. Okay, I'm ready. Who am I? Born November 6, 1988, this American actress had her feature film debut in the comedy Superbad and has appeared in The House Bunny, Ghosts of Girlfriends Past, Zombieland, and starred as a lead in the comedy Easy A. Emma Stone. Have you seen Easy A? Yeah, I loved it. Really? I have saw it at the movies maybe three times with my friend. We loved it. I think Lisa Kudrow was in it too, and I didn't know that she was. And when Same. she turned up on the screen, I was like, Stan, Queen, Slay. Same, I didn't realise. And every time I watch it, for some reason, when she comes in, I always get surprised over and over again every time mm-hmm. I watch it. 
I love her. Oh, it's my turn. I hate this one. Find one you can work with, Michelle. Oh, look, you'll know the answer. I know you will. Hold on. I'm going to find another one. <laughs> Eating a lot of chocolate here. Oh, well. <laughs> just going to have to unwrap another one. Oh, this one might be somewhat. Yeah. Okay. Who am I? Born November 11th, 1974. This is always weird that it starts with this because who knows yeah. birthdays? Like I don't, I, I struggle to remember birthdays of people I care about. Anyway, so born 1974. He is an American actor and producer. He made his film debut in the comedic horror film Critters 3. I haven't seen it. Before being nominated for an Academy Award at 19 for his role as Ernie in What's Eating Gilbert Grape. I haven't seen that either. Oh, um, Leonardo DiCaprio. Oh, have you seen that last movie? I haven't seen it, but I know that he's in it. Oh, okay. Well, yes. You get a chocolate. Well done. Okay, I'm going to eat a chocolate. Give me about 18 minutes until we can speak again. <laughs> yep. It's good. Mm. Michelle, can you stop eating so I can ask you the next one? Oh my God, I'm trying. They're actually <laughs> kind of hard to swallow. Okay, so who am I? Born in California in 1987, his parents first noticed his acting and singing talent when he was only 11 years old. He signed up to an agency and in 2002 appeared in guest roles on television series including ER and CSI. I don't want to say the next clue because it's going to give it away. I'm going to skip it. Oh, good, because I had no idea. Okay. In 2012, he starred with Nicole Kidman in the critically acclaimed film The Paperboy. In 2014, he won the MTV Movie Award for Best Shirtless Performance for his role in That Awkward Moment. What? That is an actual award? That's so not appropriate. All right. Um, that's the end of it. So I'm going to go back to the bit that's going to give it away. He starred in Disney's High School Musical, followed by the debut film. Oh, Zac Efron? Yep, it was Zac Efron. You get a chocolate. He had guest roles in ER and CSI. Didn't know that. Allegedly. I'm going to look those up after. Didn't Justin Bieber have one? He had a whole arc or something and he got shot in the end. Yeah. And then that was back when everyone would make fun of him for being young. They wanted to see that. Yeah. All right. I've got to try and find one for you. I've like, all the chocolates are building up because I keep (laughs) finding all the rappers are saying the same answers we've already done. Oh, here's one. Okay. You'll probably get it, but I mean, none of these are that hard, but. No. Okay, born on July 3rd, 1962. I've got it. <laughs> no, I don't. His first leading role was in Risky Business. 19- Tom Cruise. How do you know that? I Again, don't... I haven't seen it, but I know that he's in it. I don't know these movies. I just <laughs> don't. I'm starting to think I really don't know films. Oh my God. It's like lists a whole bunch of movies that, and I don't know any of them. What are the other ones? It says Top Gun, I know. Yeah. Rain Man, I've never seen that. Good Men, Jerry Maguire. Jerry Maguire, don't you know he's in that? Show Me the Money. I don't even know what that is. Okay. What is that movie about? Again, I haven't seen it, but I know this. (laughs) The Last Samurai, I think I knew that one. Collateral. These are movies I know of, but I don't know who's in them. I don't know what they're about. Okay. Anyway, you win. So how do you feel about meeting celebrities? Is this something that you, at least when you were younger, wanted to do? Do you feel like it would be a good thing or a bad thing to do? I, well, I didn't really meet Lady Gaga, but I was back in 2010 when she was still killing it. I waited outside the Four Seasons Hotel where all of her fans were gathered for hours. I was waiting Mm. outside for hours just for the chance that she'd come back. And I think she came back from filming A Current Affair and all the fans that were gathered, like just they stormed up. And she, this is one of the good things about Gaga that I'll give her is that she does treat her fans really well. Like she's yeah. always willing to make time for them. She'll never snub you. Like I've never seen her doing that. I feel like she would want that. I feel like she wants people to be waiting for her at the hotel. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I mean, I kind of would. <laughs> 
Um, like, why wouldn't you love your fans? I, I guess celebrities want privacy and that sort of thing. It would take its toll, I guess. But of course. At the same time, I just like, thank you so much for liking me. <laughs> but anyway, so we were all the fans like stormed the Four Seasons Hotel, and the security guards were like, "Don't come in, don't come in." Yeah. And then there was just too many little monsters that we all just kind of went in anyway. Oh, no. But she stayed and she stayed and she signed things. She took photos and she eventually had to leave, of course, but it was nice. But I didn't really speak with her. So I can't really say I met her, yeah. but I stood very close, like closer than you and I right yeah. now. I mean, um, COVID. Yeah. That's really my only meaning of a celebrity that I yeah. can think of. She's definitely the most famous. I guess I've met smaller artists. Do you remember Operator Please? Yeah. I got VIP tickets from a friend, which is actually a concert I forgot to mention, but I wasn't actually a huge fan of theirs. Yeah, I just went because my friend got the tickets and we went to their concert and we got to meet them afterwards. So that was cool. It's just a song. It's a song about ping pong, Michelle. It certainly is. Yeah. What happened to them? No idea. They just grew up. I don't know. <laughs> I actually don't know. Oh, I did meet Amy Lee from Evanescence, but it wasn't really that great. I mean, not because of anything bad she did. It was just, it was at the end of a concert. I was probably 10 years old. That's how young I was. Yeah. And we waited outside the backstage door after a concert. Yeah. I was there with my whole family and they were all willing to wait around to meet her. And she signed my poster. Oh, that's nice. She just asked my name and she signed my thing and gave it back. And I was like, thank you. It was yeah. very... Very she, transactional. It was very, it was, but as I could get it, like she seemed tired and she almost missed me because I was the very last one. Yeah. She did everyone else and she was just about to leave. And then the security guard or staff member was like, oh, one more. And then she was just like, oh, okay, quickly do it. You can't expect her, especially after the show, to just be, you know, spending one-on-one time with everyone. Yeah. Yeah. It's nice that she even did that, I think. Well, yeah. I was a child. Like, what do you say to a child? I don't know what to say to a child. <laughs> I think that thing that they say, though, about never meeting your heroes is true because there have been a few experiences where it is quite underwhelming. And of course, you can understand it from their perspective, too, like doing, say, a meet and greet before a show Mm -hmm. and the artist is quite cold and just not there for it, which I can understand. But at the same time, I think, you know, come on, just put a little bit of effort in, at least make me believe that you want me here. I remember the story you said last episode about Lily Allen. That would have been devastating. Well, that too. She did redeem herself in subsequent years, though. And I did get her autograph a couple of times after that, which was after shows rather than before a show. So I think I learned my lesson. Have you ever made an idiot of yourself in front of a celebrity? Oh, all the time. I have a friend that tripped over when he was meeting Corey Monteith. Oh my God, how embarrassing. It was. It was on the news too. Wow. I think it's just safer to stay away from celebrities. Mm. Have you ever been on TV? I have because I've been in the audience at TV shows. Actually, one time I did go to a recording of an X Factor audition show and I left halfway through, but they put me on TV applauding for this group that I actually didn't see in real life. So false advertising. Oh, they did? I went to an X Factor taping and I couldn't see it myself. I was too far back. The main reason I wanted to go is that Mel B of the Spice Girls is one of the judges. Fair enough. Okay, so we're going to wrap up. But before we do, here's a word from our sponsor. Ever wanted to be invited to your favourite celebrity's home? See how they live. Hang out for a while. Introducing Star Tours, where the celebrities invite you into their home. Star Tours gets you a bird's eye view of your favourite stars. Ever wondered what Miley Cyrus does on her day off? The neighbours are already pissed. The neighbours have called and complained because of you guys and everyone sitting on my street. Dig through Kim Kardashian's trash. Hide behind Cher's bushes. You know, I'm not in Hollywood right now. I'm not going to a premiere. This is where I live. I bet she wishes she could turn back time. Star Tours. Call us on 1-800-STAR-TOURS now to book your tickets. You don't want to miss this. 
Stars may not cooperate. May count as trespassing and lead to arrest. Sorry, let me just clear these fantail wrappers. Okay, so fame. Not for us. Definitely not, but I'll see you at the meet and greet. Some celebrities use their fame for good. Some use it for bad. And some should stay off Twitter. It's fine to have your idols and eat them too. No. <laughs> it's fine to have your idols, but just remember, they are people too. Now, if you'll excuse me, I have to go finish these fantails. There aren't many left, Michelle, but... They're all yours. Thank you. I was going to take them anyway. <laughs> and Michelle, we'll see after this episode how much your IMDb star meter grows. Mm, check it daily. Hey, Michelle. Yes, Daniel. Good chat. Good chat.